0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Jeremy's podcast, Living Free. Uh, the last episode I did, uh, in episode four, about the bank robbery and going to prison and finally realizing that I had an addiction and I needed to combat combat my mental health and get some more help than what I needed. Uh, so I left off about how I went to work for a company that did some Amazon stuff and uh, hair extension stuff. And so we had bought a house and like I said, was running the food truck part time and doing really well. Uh, decided that maybe I wanted a little bit more, uh, wanted to maybe get back into the food business. So I ended up going and being a general manager for Zaxby's uh, here in Utah and did that for a little while. And then one day realized there was some people came into my restaurant that were hired to clean the windows uh fish window cleaning and decided that you know that was something that I wanted to maybe do is get into another business so talked to my wife and we decided to buy into a franchise fish window cleaning uh left my job did that full-time ran the food truck part-time as well uh did really well in the window cleaning business for quite some time uh got so busy that I ended up selling the food truck because I just didn't have time to do both and where we had to pay royalties and everything else for fish window cleaning. Uh, that was kind of our main concern. And obviously it does it's not cheap own a franchise. So, you know, bills, uh, payments and things like that. So we ended up, uh, doing that from 2017 to 2001 ish. Uh, like I said, did really well, grew the company really well, uh, uh, stayed sober. I, since going to prison in 2012 till 2021, uh, to current date in 2021, uh, you know, stayed sober, was doing things. Uh, I mean, man, I was doing big things. I was driving a Porsche. I had a couple, harley davidson motorcycle a big dog canine which is like a custom chopper uh just my wife had her a car uh, i mean just we were just doing phenomenal things were just great and then came covid uh covid took a toll on the fish window cleaning business uh uh you know everything shut down nobody knew what was going on uh restaurants were closed uh and if restaurants are hurting for money there they don't need their windows cleaned they're gonna cut expenses and window cleaning is probably one of the first to go so we decided to close the business in 2021 uh just got to be you know hard to keep up on the payments and things like that so we just decided it was best to close the business so we ended up closing fish window cleaning uh you know, because of COVID, I mean, the franchise pretty much just let us out <clears throat> for, you know, not having to back pay them anything, which was nice of them to do so. Uh, but I would say probably, I don't know, not too long after 2021 started, I, you know, with the business starting to go down and things getting tough, I talked myself into having a drink. Uh, I relapsed after staying sober for about eight, nine years, uh, knowing damn well that it was just going to spiral out of control, but still, your mind, just when you're in a place of, and you're you're weak, and your mental health's not good, and I just talked myself into doing that. I mean, I just loved, you know, just drowned out all my feelings, everything that was going on in my life, and uh, so... You know we decided to sell our house as well uh the market was really good we could use the extra cash that we were going to make uh off of our interest that we had accrued in it uh escrow i guess maybe if i'm i don't know i'm not a realtor guy so but so we decided to sell our house and we you know doing that uh decided to sell my motorcycles just wasn't using them enough uh you know just kind of Just moving on, and uh, 2021, uh, you know, about the mid, uh, I guess it was probably May, June-ish or whatever, uh, a lady had messaged me on Facebook, uh, you know, and Facebook is, you know, communicating back and forth or whatever, and, you know whether you look at it that way or not it was still you know I'm married I shouldn't be I shouldn't have been doing that and I mean nothing happened with that lady but uh this wasn't fair to my wife and so in 2021 uh uh on a huge downward spiral uh ended up getting 4 DUI's in 4 months uh so deciding that you know what this is Coming to a point in my life again where I need I need help. So I ended up uh, checking myself into a residential rehab uh, the Phoenix in South Jordan a really great place I recommend that if anybody if your insurance uh, the Phoenix recovery in South Jordan, it's They do substance abuse and mental health. So they're like a dual combative place and uh, I stayed there for about 65 days uh, got out, completed their residential, was gonna join, I got into their PHP program, which is five days a week for, I think, four hours a day. Fridays are normally about a half day, about noon, one o'clock, you're done. Uh, started doing that for a week, and then Thanksgiving, uh, came around, uh, 2021, and stayed, got home, been able to spend that holiday with my family, my daughter, and everything, uh, uh, decided, you know, that, you know, things were starting to get back up or whatever, but then came around time for sentencing and court dates for the DUIs. Uh, we hired our own private attorney, and we thought that would probably be the best idea. Uh, so we hired a gentleman. He did a really good job. Uh, went and did my pre-sentence investigation report with AP&P and you know, they're recommending a 120 or 140 days in jail. Uh, my lawyer and the prosecutor is all on board. We're going to try to, because of treatment, and to, to continue treatment, not just get as long as I do that to stay out of jail. Uh, we end up going to court. Uh, and... The judge decides that, no, he's this DUI is very dangerous and gives me this big old spiel about how it's so dangerous for his family to be out there driving around and let alone finding people like me on the road that are driving intoxicated. And I get it. I take full responsibility for that. I mean, that was not smart on my part. So he sends me to prison. Uh, So I end up going to Gunnison, prison in utah uh it's a uh basically the kind of the halfway point in utah their southern prison they're getting closing the other prison down and moving that location so they're pretty much moving everybody to gunnison if they have the room uh go down there uh so get down there uh have to do a in pa- and basically well, I'm in prison so it's inpatient anyway, but do a program called the Hope program there It's a nine month uh, program uh, Do that uh, end up staying in jail for pretty close to two years 22 months 23 months something like that with all the jail time everything added in uh, ended up paroling this year in September on September 5th uh stayed sober even in that prison time uh from 2021 till now, so I've been sober for two and a half years. I mean, I know a lot of therapists and stuff like that say, "Oh, we can't count the prison time or da 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 because it was a controlled area." Well, if you've been to prison, you know you can get pretty much anything. You can drink there, you can do whatever. There's there's ways to get things, and I chose not to. Uh, I stayed sober, like I said, for the while my stay there from and. Uh, decided once I paroled September 5th that I wanted to go back and finish the program at the Phoenix so ended up getting back in the PHP program Uh, like I said five days a week, four hours a day minus two hours on Friday you get out of there by at one Uh, you know and that was good because it complied with my parole and everything else as well that I'm on and uh, trying to move forward and better myself and you know and so i do their php program i've graduated their php program and then get into iop which is basically two hour classes four days a week and i do that and kept doing that to the end of the year uh, then our insurance changed so now i'm going to another no more individual one-on-one basis uh with a lady that we had found that is really awesome and she does really good it's uh paperback connections I think is the name of it and she's a really good therapist she's you know we're gonna do some more EMDR and try to figure out the root causes to uh why my addictions are what they are and you know because I mean, I've come with these treatments to realize that, you know, you just don't wake up an addict. You know, you there's things that I think play into our lives that cause us to want to drown things out or, I mean, a lot of it is hereditary too. I mean, family members that have had alcoholism or drug addiction or whatever, I mean, I think they say one in three or something end up becoming addicts themselves or alcoholics, uh so uh doing that, uh got another job, been working full time and uh, you know, trying to build and strengthen my relationship with my wife as well. And just like I said, you know, just trying to press forward and make the best of the situation. Uh prison, you know, has plays a toll on you. I've you know, last little while I've kind of been in a little funk that's why it's taking me a little longer to get these episodes uploaded I've just kind of been depressed and trying to get my medication figured out so I can continue to move forward but I'm still sober uh like I said I'm going on about two years five months uh you know it's not easy every day you know there's days where I you know I wouldn't say that I have really cravings but there's days that I think about, you know, how easy it would be just to go purchase alcohol and drown all my feelings out and continue to discontinue to, you know, but that's not the what lifestyle I want. There's nothing good about that lifestyle. I mean, I'm fighting right now to get my license back. I mean, the judge granted me, you know, uh, I guess, um, uh, basically a recommendation to get a, to be able to travel back and forth to work and to treatment uh, so I can continue to do that and uh, just, you know, I just like, but things are good. Things are starting to fall in place for me uh, again, and I'm actually in the process of building another food trailer this time. Uh, it should be done by the spring of 2024 uh, called Badass Burgers and more. Uh, I'll have a Facebook uh, uh, platform with it on there. I encourage everybody to go on there and check it out and come out to some of these kit, you know, fairs and you know, carnival stuff. That's kind of the business I'm going to start now. I'm going to keep my full time job just to keep going back. My wife still works for the same company. Uh, her daughter will be seven this year. Uh, it's been an amazing journey for me uh i hope that you know somebody if you need help and you need somebody to talk to don't hesitate reach out you know uh email me at duffin d-u-f-f-i-n 88 red at icloud.com and you know hit me up and we can you know talk and you know help you out with whatever you need i I know what it's like to feel like that there's nobody, uh, that you're fighting this battle alone, but there's a lot of good people out there that are experiencing the same things as you guys, and and what helps me is doing these podcasts. I mean, it makes me really come out of my depression talking about my story and talking, you know. I mean, yeah, I was a fuck-up, you know, but it's what you do after the fact, you know. You can become that better person and you know, try, I mean, there there might be slip-ups, I mean, that goes hand-in-hand hand with recovery, but don't let that get you down, you know, just get back in there, in the ring, and start fighting, uh, everybody, you know, deserves the freedom from a substance, and, you know, mental health, and, you know, you're not crazy, like a lot of people think, so, Anyway, sorry, had a little power glitch right there. Uh, Hopefully that didn't screw too much up. Uh, Anyway, like I was saying, you know, you're not in this battle alone. There's a lot of people out there that are facing the same things as you. They might just not be honest about it. They're probably hiding it or, you know, don't let anybody talk bad about you or, you know. And if they do, them aren't the people that you need. Them aren't the people that you should be around. So, With that being said, you know, that's going to do it for this podcast. Uh, I'm planning to do some more podcasts and hopefully maybe get some guests on here uh, that have faced the same thing and how, what their story is and how they overcome things. Uh, Just, you know, remember that everybody out there, there's people like me out there than a lot more than me that, you know, just do creative writing and journaling and You know, are willing to talk and, you know, help you with what we can. Uh, Again, if you donate money for this podcast to continue, I I deeply appreciate it. It doesn't go to me. I put it in a fund that I use to help other addicts that maybe can't afford to go to treatment or, you know, can't afford things while they're in treatment that can, you know, help them, you know, where. You know, I know what it feels like to be in the, you know, on the bottom rung. And, you know, we're always going to fight our whole life to continue to move forward and press forward. And we're, you know, time never really stops. And neither should your recovery. And that's one of the reasons why I think I relapsed is I stopped working my program. I let things get to me. I shut down. I isolated. I, I did things that were tell tell signs now that i you know and i didn't have the phoenix <coughs> recovery that i had you know now previously to kind of that taught me tools to be able to catch them thoughts before it's too late that i spiral and you know it's living free is you know the best thing that i can tell you that i've ever done uh for my life, you know, and maybe recovery is not for everybody. You know, you need to make that decision that you want the help, uh, and you know, if you're not ready, then you know there will maybe become a time when you are. And but if you need somebody to talk to, like I said, reach out. I gave you my email address. Uh, again, you know, thank you so much for all the donations. And like I said, it doesn't go to me. I'm not. I don't do this to try to make a dollar you know or become popular or anything like that i do this because if i can help one person out there overcome addiction and better themselves, then i've done something that i can feel proud about in my life that helping somebody else make a change and become a better person again this is jeremy with living free podcast again i will upload some more episodes coming up soon Uh, remember, you're worth it, I love you guys, and don't hesitate to reach out, and hopefully upcoming episodes, we'll have maybe some guest speakers on there that can, you know, tell you about their, little bit of their story, and how they overcame things, and just in case I left things out, I mean, I'm sure I left a whole bunch out, I'm, you know, this is, podcast thing's all new to me, but I just... I feel like i need to share my story and let people know that you know you're not alone out there and anyway you know have a good weekend everybody and you know keep fighting the battle and keep you know overcoming you know show people that you know their people do change and we can overcome things and You know, and if you slip up, that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. That just comes with the, you know, that comes with the territory, I guess you can say. And I love you guys. I miss you guys. And I'll be doing more podcasts soon. Have a good day. Love you.